You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. What are we doing today? Well, we're having an honest conversation, one of my honest conversation episodes. I've had a few of these where I try to dive deep with a guest and really try to bring out some of the truths and the realness of life and things related to dating, attraction, and of course, sex. And on this episode, we're talking and having an honest conversation with a international model and someone maybe consider her a perfect 10, right? So a very attractive model that does all types of modeling and she gets to share her experience in terms of what it means to be an attractive girl or I should say attractive woman in Los Angeles and what is that experience like for her and what kind of guys is she interested in? Just picking her brain, getting the female perspective, which I think can be fun, entertaining, and yes, of course, It can be uh, very informative, too, to really understand what's going on in the mind of a woman. So we are going to be diving into that today. And her name is Sierra. And of course, she is here to uh, be as honest as possible. Of course, (laughs) there are times when I ask her some questions that she says she just does not want to answer. And I think that's what makes it kind of fun is that we get to push the buttons a little bit and push things a little bit to the point where not to make anyone feel uncomfortable, but to really try to hone in on some of the darker, deeper, uh, hard to discuss topics. So there are times when you're going to find out she just doesn't want to talk about certain topics. Of course, all very respectful. And we had a great conversation. She even said she wants to come back and do another episode. I even tried to record it uh, on my software in the sense where we had the video. I was going to put it on my YouTube channel. Unfortunately, I made a mistake with the focus. So the lens was not focused on me. So I'm completely unfocused. Not that you're probably watching that to see my beautiful face. But either way, it's not doable to put on the YouTube channel. So you'll just have to settle for the audio, which by the way, is just as good. Guys, if you're still struggling to be able to attract any type of woman that you find attractive, the perfect 10 is somewhat subjective. My 10 is different from your 10 is different from uh, Steve and Frank and Al's 10. So it all depends on what you think is attractive. But whatever you do find attractive, I hope you get that. And coaching is something that can help you do that. I know I talk about this quite a bit on the podcast, but, you know, it's interesting. As much as I talk about it, I, I still have guys who don't even realize that I do this for work. Some people think that I have a podcast. It's just like a hobby, which it is interesting that it is a hobby. I get to do my passion, my hobby, and my career all in one. I find myself very lucky and I'm so grateful I get to do that. But no, it is also a business. It is something that does support me, which makes it even more awesome. That means that I can do this all the time and I don't have to treat it as a hobby. I can treat it as something more of a specialty that is always part of my life, which is pretty cool. I hope you guys are doing that too, by the way. I hope you have something in your work that you enjoy because we work how many hours per day? I mean, you're, you're working normally the nine to five. That's 40 hours per week. Some people are working more. Can you imagine if you were doing that and you hate it? Maybe you do hate it. I hope you don't. Please, guys, uh, try to find something that you love to do, something that you're good at and enjoy. Life is too short. Anyways, this is what I do for a living. And if you need help and you want coaching, go to coachedbytrip.com when we can put you on a full plan of action to be going out there meeting women holding you accountable to talk to women, teaching you how to do that, as well as helping you with your dating profile. And when I say help, I don't mean like giving you a little bit of assistance. I mean, we are totally reworking your dating profile so it is the optimal it could be so you can get 
more matches than you ever thought you could get. And it is crazy how effective my system works because it's been tested over and over and again. And we help you with that personally in the TripAdvice coaching program. Go to coachedbytrip.com today if you need help. Let's go into my honest conversation with Sierra, who is the guest of today's podcast. And you're going to notice, and maybe I shouldn't have said anything, but I just like telling you everything that's going on. But you might notice it almost kind of starts a little bit abruptly. That's because just the beginning of the audio, I had to cut out because it didn't sound that good. But don't worry, you didn't miss anything. It was just a little bit of hellos and niceties and introductions. So all the meat of the conversation starts right where it is, which is right now. Cool. Okay. So I want you to say a little bit about yourself. Who are you? What do you do? Where do you live? You don't have to go that specific, but you know, whatever <laughs> you're comfortable with. That's all right. Um, well, I'm Sierra. I am from Santa Monica. I stay in Santa Monica now. I'm 25 years old. I am beach obsessed. I'm like a total beach bum. I love LA. I love traveling. I love the ocean. I love every typical stereotypical, you know, good old LA thing. I love yoga. I love hiking. I'm a diehard Erewhon junkie, but I also love music and I love fashion and I really love connecting with new people and I love uh, TikTok and social media. And yeah, TikTok. TikTok is where I found you. Yeah. And, and you seem to be pretty interested in coming on and, and doing this interview, which I think is really cool. What made you interested in wanting to do this? Well, I basically, <laughs> I'm pretty much on FaceTime with my girlfriends like half the day, giving dating advice and talking about dating and love and boyfriends and girlfriends. And, you know, I have my opinions and I'm kind of the person that everybody calls when they have, yeah. uh, when they need advice and they have questions. What are they asking you? Yeah. You were saying that before we started this, you said that you're, you're like the me, like you're the dating advice person for yeah. your female friends. Well, let me ask you this. Are all your friends models such as yourself? Um, a lot of them are. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so fairly attractive women. Yeah, I'm blessed to have a wonderful and beautiful circle of girlfriends. Yeah. Okay, so what what are they asking you? Or what are they telling you? <laughs> well, I'm not going to lie. Uh, so a lot of girls are no better than men when it comes to locker room talk. This might be a surprise to some of you. This might not be a surprise to some of you. But we're definitely on FaceTime dissecting you. <laughs> like, Okay. This is, you know, if it's something you're not aware of, it's something you should know. But if you're... I, I want to hear, hear examples because I know what locker room talk is. So say uh, my girlfriend calls me up. She'll tell me, oh my God, I um, slept with this guy last night and it was either amazing or it was a disaster. And, you know, she's asking me what she should do or... Okay, or so if, if she said it was a disaster, what is she saying? Like, what is... What, give me this. I know she's telling you the specifics. What makes it a disaster? Oh, this guy, he, he like, I told him I didn't want to like, uh, kiss him or right away or like get into anything. I definitely wasn't going to sleep with him immediately. He was like, yeah, no problem. I'm not that kind of guy. And then immediately just like goes for it, like starts making out with her, like pushes her up against a wall is like, oh, trying to, like okay, well, this, this sounds kind of scary. <laughs> no, 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 no. In like a hot kinky way. But like, she literally had just said like, I'm not trying to do that tonight. I thought we were actually going to like just hang out. So that 
is like kind of a disaster when like so why why is that disaster it's like if you promise somebody oh yeah don't worry i'm not that kind of guy and then you just go ahead and do the exact opposite you know what i mean that's kind of got it so your so your girlfriend said to the guy like oh i'm not that kind of girl and 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 kind of let him know or was trying to do her best to be like i'm not gonna sleep with him i'm not gonna sleep with him i'm not gonna sleep with him and then she ends up sleeping with him yeah well it's not even that they you know they actually didn't and i'm glad she didn't because oh then what's it so what's the problem what's a disaster (laughs) it was a disaster because uh well she actually kind of liked him and she wanted to get to know him and then he kind of went and ruined it you know what i mean he ruined it yeah why because he was too pushy yeah way too pushy like oh i just want to like i just want to do it like you know like did they did they do anything sexual or no no they did nothing just kissed no because i think i mean i here's the thing about first dates i think that if the chemistry is there and you really are both just like, you know, on the same level and you both can feel it like that electricity in the air and you're just like, you know, I want what I want, go right ahead. I think that's like hot and that's wonderful. But a lot of the time, that's not always the case. And I think it's um, good for a little bit of like getting to know each other, like as people, you know, because there's a lot of situations. I don't know if you've had this experience where you might have a great sexual connection with a girl, but then, you know, you may not agree with her. Like, let's say politically, she might have awful taste in music. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like she could be like a disaster outside of like the bedroom. You might not want to introduce her to your mom. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. Totally. You're connecting on one level, but, but not the other one. Yeah. It's important to get to know somebody, especially, you know, if you, if you really like somebody, you don't want to go messing it up and, yeah, I just think it's important to get to know somebody on like a friend level or like a like a cordial dating kind of sure, like sure. Sure. Well, you know, yeah. it's tough. Sometimes we give in to our desires. Have you ever given in to the desire and, and and have you been guilty of sleeping with someone on a first date? Um, it's funny. No, I believe I believe if the chemistry is there, like I said, go for it. And I definitely don't believe in as a woman playing hard to get. Like if I personally want somebody I'm not going to waste my time and I'm going to be like, okay, I want you. I'm having you. You know what I mean? But have you ever just been like, I just want to do this right now? (laughs) Yeah. Well, the last time I did that, it actually worked out in my favor because it led to like a three-year relationship. (laughs) Okay. 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 That's good. All right. So what are the, so your friends are telling you, okay, disaster. What else? What are they asking you advice on? Are they asking you specifically like, oh, what should I do? Like, what should I do now? Like, how should I text this person? Should I text him back immediately? Should I wait? And for that, I'm always saying, do not, do not be that kind of person that's trying to be cool and aloof by not replying immediately. If you really like somebody, let them know that like life is really short there's no point in trying to be aloof or like act like you're too busy. Just reply. We're all on our phones 24-7. Our phones are always in our hand. And of course, like I get if you're out and about or grocery shopping or if you're watching a movie, yeah, of course, like you may not be able to get to the phone right away. But, I, it, well, it, but you're right there. I mean, I've had I, I've had to tell clients, you know, they say, oh, maybe I should text her again. Maybe, my, maybe the, the text dropped. I'm like, that doesn't exist anymore. Texts yeah. being dropped is no. not a thing. We're on our phones all the time. If she's not responding, it's some sort of conscious decision. And maybe yeah. the person is busy and they see it and they're like, oh, I'll respond later. But if they yeah. forgot, 
let's be honest. You you won't, if you like someone, you won't forget to text that person back because you're going to be excited that they texted and then you will remember to do it later because you will, it's on the, it's on your mind. A hundred percent. And I believe, I believe it goes the same. So for girls, what I always tell my girlfriends is if he wanted to, he would. That is the most important role that I tell my girlfriends. If he wanted to, he would. If he wanted to take you out, if he wanted to be hanging out with you, he would be texting you. And I'm also a firm believer in if you want to be a gentleman, make it known your intentions, like try and make the first move. Like, even though it might feel a bit antiquated, like I personally enjoy when a guy is being a bit more um, forward and being like, you know, can I- Assertive. Yeah. Like, or showing, you know, like that they like you, you know what I mean? I think it's a girl to be like, Hey, can you take me to dinner? Like that's, that just feels weird, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting though. What do you think about when feminists say like everything should be equal? No, I believe that too. I just personally, that's just my kind of style. Like, I don't want to have to ask for, you know what I mean? A date. Like I want the man to come to me and say, Hey, let me take you to your favorite restaurant this Friday. Cause you find that, you find that attractive. Uh, absolutely. Do you, do you know why? I'm curious if you know why. If you don't, that's fine. But do you know why you find that attractive? I find it attractive because I like somebody who is confident and has the balls to be like, you know what, this is what I want. And if you don't want it, that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want somebody who's insecure or is like kind of like, oh, well, you know, like acting nervous like I want it to be like I'm taking you out this Friday to your favorite restaurant I'm picking you up or I'll send you a car or whatever it is like this is happening I think you're absolutely beautiful and gorgeous and I want to spend time with you yeah yeah I tell guys that assertiveness or dominance is very attractive I'm glad that you said it guys should understand that you know from your perspective here that it is something that uh, that women like and women yeah. are attracted to. I'm, I'm curious. I want to change topics just for a quick mm-hmm. second. Uh, you're a model, right? How long have you been modeling for? I've been modeling since I was 16. Okay. So you've always, you're not ugly duckling, meaning you have always been uh, attractive <laughs> enough to model, right? Uh, you know what, It's okay. You don't have to be humble here. Uh, we can be, we can I've be been real. I've modeling a long time. Yeah. My mom so, gave me some good jeans. <laughs> all right. And good denim jeans, hopefully. <laughs> all right. So, do you, I'm curious, do you think throughout your life mm-hmm. you've been treated differently because of the way you look? Yes. Yeah. There is a thing called pretty privilege and I'm aware of that. And I'm, Oh, I did not know that term. This is fun. Okay. Oh, yeah. Pretty privilege. Pretty I mean, privilege I, I completely understand it. <laughs> I, I, yes. Tell us about pretty yeah. privilege. I'm very um, curious. So, uh, yeah, I'm very aware that I am a privileged person. Obviously, I have my off days, like I have my days where my skin's breaking out, or I feel like an absolute potato and I'm bloated and I eat too much. And everybody has those days where they don't feel. Yeah, once a month, every woman feels that way. Yeah, of course. But um, no, I, there is a definitely like a phenomena called pretty privilege. And it's literally, well, and I think it's like a biological thing as well. We pay attention to more symmetrical faces. We listen more to people that we find attractive. Um, I think that's really what it stems from. But um, I'm curious, yeah. like where, where have you seen it? Like start from when you were young, even up until now, like 
any stories you might have of times um, where you've experienced pretty privilege? Like specific examples. Okay. Uh, okay. When I was a bit younger, definitely getting out of trouble with all of my teachers. I knew that if I kind of just was like, pretty please, like I could probably get away with murder. <laughs> what, what, were you, what were you doing? Oh, uh, I was kind of a rebellious teenager. <laughs> uh, be more specific. I um, definitely might have skipped class once or twice. Might okay. have smoked some weed. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair enough. But All right. growing up in Santa Monica did that, but it's not just like me. <laughs> that is true. You are from LA. Yeah. <laughs> People were smoking weed there before it was cool. Okay. So it was probably, probably out in nightlife. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. not having to wait in line ever in my entire life, which is. Yeah. Never having to wait in line. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Anywhere like you, like just, you wouldn't like, that's, that's an obvious one, right? Anywhere else where just like, whoa, even at, you know, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but like, I don't mm -hmm. know any other types of scenarios. Um, well, it definitely applies to everything from getting help at the grocery store to, you know, maybe getting um, like a better deal on a mechanic or whatever. I mean, it really, it really does come into everything. But um, I think I have it easy because I'm actually like a nice person and I want to give off um, good energy and I care about, you know, respect and the golden rule, you know. True, of course, of course. But it definitely helps. The combination of your attractiveness plus being sweet, you know, I'm no, sure I mean, that that gets you far. Yeah, I believe in treating other people how I'd like to be treated. And, you know, I've always been that way. My mom always raised me with that being like the number one important thing. So do you have any friends that are not attractive? <laughs> I think all my friends are beautiful. I was trying to make your, your, spit, your spit your water out there. Like, oh my God, I can't believe you asked me that. I, you know, I have, I'm, I'm blessed with a very, very beautiful group of people in my life. Okay. Okay. Not okay, all so, of them are models, but a lot of, a lot of them are absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> okay. Okay. And let's talk about when you're, okay, when you're out at the grocery store, for example, how, or wherever you go, how often are you approached by men in a way where they're trying to hit on you? Okay. Um, take this morning. So I literally went to get a breakfast burrito and I went out of my way to make sure that I was not wearing something nice because I don't know what it is about LA, but grocery stores are just like this zone where people feel like they can just comment on whatever produce or smoothie or juice you're holding and they mm -hmm. that's like their way in you know what I mean so I make an effort to go to my grocery store and pretty much look as like hungover as possible whenever I show up there because does it work yeah I mean sometimes I feel like it's just an energy you know what I mean like if I show up there in my tracksuit and I have my mask on and my sunglasses on I think the thing is sunglasses because the lack of eye contact. You, you need to go baggy clothes. That's the yeah. trick. Full baggy clothes, sunglasses, you know, looking down, not like, you know, hovering around anybody for too long. Um, and there's a lot of people that like kind of give you a look and they'll try and come over and they'll be like, oh yeah, that's a good one. And you're like, uh-huh, okay, have a good day. <laughs> like. <laughs> Well, if you, so basically what you're saying to me here is you don't want to be meeting people at the grocery store. <laughs> I've met some lovely people at the grocery store, but it's definitely not 
place for me where I want to be approached. The grocery where's, store is Where's like, the place for you? Oh, I go to Erewhon like every day. <laughs> no, no, no. Not not not, the, not your grocery store. Where Oh, I thought you were talking about my grocery store. <laughs> no, I don't care where you where you go grocery shopping, but we know you love Erewhon. No, tell us <laughs> where you like to be approached. Or not approached. Where where do you want to yeah. meet a man? I think romantic settings are okay. So romantic settings being a bar, a beautiful restaurant, um, a party, a dinner party, somewhere where the energy is like, okay, for you to approach somebody if you think they're cute and you can talk to them and buy them a drink or maybe, I think that is like appropriate for me personally. I do not want to be approached at the grocery store. I don't want to be approached at the doctor's office or anything like that. You know what I mean? Have you ever been approached at one of those more casual spots, the non-romantic spots, we'll call them, and it worked and you gave someone your number and you actually went out with them? Honestly, no. <laughs> okay, no, never. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, Interesting. I, well, I'm speaking, I'm speaking to, well, the last couple serious relationships I've had have been either mutual friends or like beautiful romantic settings. And I think that was like my kind of vibe. I think that is like a better way of meeting somebody. But that's Got just it. my personal opinion. Like I'm more yeah, no, in that I, fashion. Where I think that a lot of women might want to be meeting men in that way. But I also know that it works to some, de- to, well, not to some, to, to, to a big degree, meeting people in these non-romantic places. Like it does, clearly it hasn't with you. Yeah. But I also wonder if I maybe that, you know, you've gotten yeah. really bad, bad approaches, like in the grocery store. Like, I don't Yeah. Tell me like, have, well, like what, what, what's, what it's been like, there's guys who are just lame or what? I mean, I, I definitely, it's, it happens a lot um, for me. So I kind of have gotten used to like being approached, like, you know, in, in settings where I don't really necessarily want to be approached. And I definitely tend to get frustrated because it happens a lot. And, you know, sometimes you're just trying to have a normal day and you're not really looking for that. And then sometimes, I don't know, I think in a casual setting, I think it's great to be approached if it's like a hobby type of thing. So say you're out, like, um, maybe you're at a sports game or you're at like a fitness class or something like that. I think that would be cool if you're, or especially at a music concert, I think that's even the best because connecting with somebody via a hobby or a passion, I think that's totally acceptable. So I actually forgot to add that to the list. I think that's actually a good a good place to like be approached. Or I would feel like cool about that kind of thing. I would be like, oh no way, you're here too. You know what I mean? Got it. Got it. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. I I, I can see what you're saying there. Just like a more still can have still a semi-social vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I well, that makes me feel comfortable as a woman. So that's what I would prefer. Got it. Okay. Have you been online yeah. dating? Have you done any apps or anything? <laughs> you know, um, my friends have all tried to get me on this app called Raya, but I have not. No, I haven't. So you've never done online dating? No, it's not my thing. <laughs> do your friends do online dating? Yeah, my friends are all on that and Tinder and Hinge and Bumble. Mm-hmm. And I heard Hinge and Raya are like the good ones for my Why? Why haven't you they done like, it? Um, well, I guess I was in um, two very long, serious relationships. And in the time that I was single, 
um, I was just meeting people regularly so often that it wasn't really a need for me, but like, Mm -hmm. I totally get like why it's there and how cool it is. And yeah, I mean, I think it's a wonderful thing and I've definitely looked at it. Like I know all about it. I mean, who doesn't, you know? It's not totally for me, and but I'm just kind of like the black sheep for that. I think it's wonderful. I know that tons of people have been married from Tinder probably by now, and I think it's a fun way to meet somebody. So I say, like, you know, if you're single, go for it. Put yourself out. The guys, the guys ever take advantage of you, not physically, emotionally. Oh yeah, absolutely. I feel like you're very, you're, you are very the way you speak, the way you're talking to me. You're a very nice person, a fair, open-minded. I feel like a person like you, and I mean this with no offense whatsoever. I feel no, like a person right. like you would would get would, would potentially get taken advantage of. It has that ever happened to you? Yeah, it definitely happened to me in my last relationship. What happened? Um. Well, they were. <laughs> well, my ex was basically uh, a very emotionally abusive and manipulative person. Really? Um, did he cheat? But I'm. Oh yeah. How mm-hmm. long did you guys date for? Like three years. Interesting. You know, it's interesting. You know, I know some people on the podcast can't see you, but I'll put the, a link to your Instagram and they can they can see you. You see a person like you. I, I, I can see how guys would say like, how would this person get cheated on? But oh, yeah. it's interesting how, how that, that still happens. And, and so how did he it emotionally abuse every- you? Well, he... Uh- uh, it's, it's kind of getting dark now, isn't it? <laughs> um, you know what? Let's just say well, it's getting was, real instead of dark. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting pretty real. No, he was very, um, he was very emotionally abusive and he was always kind of finessing me into, you know, giving out my time like 24 seven, you know, you're not allowed to do this. I need you for this. And that slowly turned into like a, controlling thing and then it was like a jealousy thing and then he kind of alienated me from a lot of people and friends and I didn't really notice that until it was too late wow yeah he did he did he alienated me from a lot of friends didn't didn't that make you unattracted to him I was really it's it it was funny so before that I was in a four-year relationship that was the most healthy loving wonderful relationship we ended things as friends um and he's doing very well in life and I think he's a lovely human being so I came out of a very like healthy open communicative relationship into something that was very intense fast passionate and then um because I had been in a healthy relationship I was so not used to all the toxicity that was coming off of this person and I didn't really know how to like handle that I was kind of just like oh like give him another chance like oh I can save him and then like let me like you know Mm, yeah the old (laughs) the old savior method yep yeah exactly women love that I know it's the worst it's so bad so (laughs) I want to I want to mention this you might find this interesting so there's a book Mm -hmm. called the happiness hypothesis in the book they talk a little bit about relationships and what I found interesting is they I don't I don't remember exactly how they measured this or if they did some sort of study but they said in the book I think it is written by a few doctors or scientists from what I remember obviously I'm, my memory is uh, terrible with this one but anyway they said in the book that relationships that start off hot and heavy and are mm-hmm. very emotional very fast yeah. are the ones that usually don't last 
for the fire so bright that it burns out. And I think yeah, that's I, interesting how I hear it all the time. I'm hearing it with you now. It's, it's happened to me in the past. Yeah. And yeah. And usually those are the most destructive, toxic relationships. No, he was very, he was not a very good person. And I just failed to see that. And even my girlfriends were telling me, they were like, Sierra, like you were like the most wonderful person. You have like the most amazing clarity on stuff, but it's funny because you're in it. Like you can't even see it. Yeah. And it a long time to realize like how bad it was until it was over. And then I realized, oh my God, this person is such a, excuse my language, piece of shit. <laughs> I did mm-hmm. not. You can swear. That's all right. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you were, so you were probably addicted to him on some level. Um. Well, it was more so he was addicted to what I was giving him, which was like um, my time and money and effort. And how much know. money did you give him? Oh, let's not even get into that. <laughs> no, let's get into it. I gotta know. No, 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 no. Let's not even get into that. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> okay, we'll just do a range. More than ten thousand. I don't even want to answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on. I don't I don't I really don't even want to answer that. <laughs> so embarrassing. More than more than five figures. Okay, but I'll just I'll just, for all the ladies, if there's any ladies listening right now, let me tell there's, you. There's there's probably 0.01% of ladies okay, listening. This is all any, dudes. Okay, that's fine. Any dudes listening, <laughs> please don't ever ask your girlfriend for thousands of dollars. It's not attractive. No, it's, it's not. not. Please don't ever do this. <laughs> oh Actually, I wish I could write like a freaking gentleman's guide because I've had a lot of experience in this and I don't know. There's there's so many things that I just wish. Oh, let's this is gold. Let's go through it. Okay, gentleman's guide right now okay. top 5 things. Okay, okay. number 1, in no specific order, don't ask your girl for money. I will agree with that one. Please don't ask your girlfriend for thousands of dollars. It's very unattractive. Please don't. Do yes. That. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, That's first one. Agree. Next one. Okay. okay. Number two, um, please don't ever keep a lady waiting and please make her a priority. If you really do have feelings for her. I think that's just basic respect. Waiting. Be more specific. Like at a restaurant. Yes. I think that is like the worst thing ever. I have, you know, been in LA traffic. I completely understand, you know, that to a certain degree after 25 minutes, like I'm going to leave, you know, I think that is super unattractive. I don't like that. What if he's five minutes late? That's fine. I mean, I expect that. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Everybody has to find parking somewhere. I mean, I don't think that's even a thing. I would agree with this one. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll go with agree. Yes. Yeah. Uh, consistently late is a very, I think it's very immature, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. Like we're all adults. I think that's something that is just basic. You know what I mean? And also like in within that, also make them a priority. Um, for example, if you're on a first date, especially on a first date, you know, put your phone on do not disturb. Please don't be checking that every two seconds. Please don't uh, talk too much about I mean I would like I would like when a guy talks about himself cuz I want to understand you I would love to get to know you but I love being asked questions about myself because that shows me that you're interested. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh totally. What's a yeah. question that you would like to hear on a date? I love I actually love playing like in a playful way. I kind of love doing 20 questions because it's a back and forth about what you you know, want to know about the other person. And I think it's a great 
fun, if like I could give any tip for a first date, I think it would be playing that game because I think it's a wonderful way to get to know somebody. You can ask. Sierra, Sierra, have you ever heard of the 36 questions that make that make someone fall in love with you? Have you, has, you know what this is? <laughs> no, I don't know what this is. No, I don't. Okay. So there was a study that was done. I think it was in the 90s, maybe the 80s. Again, mm-hmm. here goes my memory. And it was a study done where they had 36 questions that were ranged from kind of simple get-to-know-you questions to very deep questions. Mm-hmm. Then they would have male and female. I think they even did potentially gay and lesbian. Don't remember. Okay. And they would put them together and have them ask, ask the questions, answer the questions, and look at each other in the eyes while they do it to see if two people would grow a connection based on the questions. So long story short, they quantified it. They found out that, yes, these people did make a connection. Yeah. And apparently, one of the one of the couples, I put in quotes, yeah. uh, from this study did actually end up getting married. That's amazing. Very <laughs> interesting. So in my book, I have a book that I wrote for guys. Which and- I'm buying right now. Like... <laughs> Yeah, I think you should. It's on Amazon. I'll send you one for free. You don't have to buy it. Well, That'd we'll get great. your address. I'll send you one. So, okay, it's called Magnetic. And anyway, in chapter like five, mm-hmm. I talk about, I just talk about the 36 questions. Of course, yeah. they're not my questions. I, I cite that there was a study. And what I did was I, I put asterisks next to the questions that I think would be appropriate and would work well for exactly what you're saying for a first date. Yeah. So I'm going to ask these questions. You don't. I don't okay. need you to answer them, okay. but I want you to tell me if you think it's a good question, okay. right. or if it's a lame question. Okay, go ahead. Okay, all right. So I'm not going to tell you which one's an asterisk. I'm just going to say one That's and funny. tell me what you think, and then I'll tell you. Okay. Um, given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? Oh, I love that one. Good question or lame question? No, I think that's great. And mine okay. would be Jane Goodall, by the way. <laughs> okay. The monkey woman. Yes. She's like totally my idol. Love her. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, take four minutes and no, not that one. If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? Good question or lame question? For a first date. They're all great questions. I, yeah, I think they're all great questions. It definitely, I like that a lot because it says, uh, the way somebody was raised, like whether we like it or not, definitely says a lot about who they are. Whether you had a, easy life, a hard life growing up, whatever. But the way that your character is and your values is incredibly important. So I think that's a fair, that's a good question. Okay. I would say it's a great question, not for a first date. I think it's a little too deep. I think it's a little, it it's a little too intense. I am, I am intense as a person, so I don't really mind it. Okay. Here is another one. See, they get more and more deep. So I don't have, I don't asterisk the ones that are too deep for (laughs) a first date. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're liking this. See, these are great questions. I tell guys, take two or three of these, memorize them and just like spit it out on a date and it just gets you guys connecting. I, you know, if somebody's sitting across from me and they're just like this, you know, they got, they got their elbow on on the table, (laughs) by the way, don't do that. Maybe after a couple of drinks, that's fine. When you guys are being funny. And you're just staring at me across the candles, you know what I mean? And they're asking me these questions and they're giving me intense eye contact and they're so, you know, into, like, they're just fascinated. Like, I love that. I love that so much. I think that's so sexy. Yeah. So you get the feels. Yes. Go ahead. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we'll stop there. But that was, uh, that was a little introduction. Okay. So, so 
yeah, we'll send you a copy of that book and you can check it out. Oh, great. It's not dating advice for women, but it's okay. <laughs> I still think you'll get a kick out of it. Hold the, well, there's, there's one chapter in there at the end, um, which if anyone has this book, they're probably laughing right now. There's a sex advice one. And it's something that uh, we'll just say would be interesting for you to bring up with your girlfriends on a, on a night, <laughs> night in drinking wine. Chapter seven, I believe. Anyway, so where were we? Questions, dates. Okay, so, oh yeah, I had a question about this. How much do you make? How much money do I make? Yeah, how much money do you make per year as a model? Um, I do comfortably. I'm doing all right. Do you do over six figures? (laughs) I'm not going to answer that. (laughs) Okay. I told you, you can say no to any question you want. You won't say even a yes or over, really? You want at is that too too personal? No, no, it's 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 nothing against you. I just I just like keeping a little uh keeping a little privacy with that. Okay, fair enough. So yeah. the reason why I asked that question is because I'm curious if you're going out there and meeting a man mm-hmm. and be brutally honest here, please. Oh, yeah. I still don't even know if I'll believe you even No, I'm always brutally honest, so. though. You can always believe what I'm saying. Okay, I'll do my best. Do you would you prefer to be dating a guy who's making more than you Hmm. or does it not matter you know what so I've definitely had it both ways um I've definitely dated you know under my pay grade and I've dated you know triple thousand times over my pay grade and it doesn't really matter when it comes down to the relationship because you can have an amazing incredible long lasting serious relationship um no matter like you know how much you make as long as you are obviously housed and can feed yourself and whatever i i truly believe in like you know money doesn't matter but it does change things so i will say this most women obviously love to be um taken care of pampered they want to feel secure financially these are all very important things and i'm sure any woman would agree with me um I don't know. I'm happy with aiming high. I would say above. That's fine with me. <laughs> okay. You would like him to make more. What What if he made half of what you make? Again, we don't know that number. That's fine. Yeah. But you know it. So how would yeah. you would you be okay with that? You know what? If we were truly and madly deeply in love, yeah, that's fine. And he didn't want to make more. He just wanted to stay at that pay. And you were the one bringing in most of the money. For the entire relationship. You cool with that? Yeah. I mean, obviously, like not totally ideal, but yeah, if I'm if I'm in love with somebody, they could be anywhere on the scale and I would be obsessed with them and totally in love with them. So yeah. Okay. If he was, you know, like a painter or some musician who just, you know He's a garbage man. No offense to anyone listening who's a garbage man. But you know, man he's a garbage man again <laughs> i think there's uh i think it's noble being a garbage, garbage man because that, that is a really hard job garbage man but, means you'd love to <laughs> but i don't know if people necessarily in society see it that way so he's a garbage man he makes i actually think they probably make a good amount of money but let's just make this up and say he's uh you know what? Just probably make more than teachers at this point yeah probably that's yeah. probably right okay yeah. garbage man forty thousand dollars per year yeah. Doesn't want to achieve any more than that. You cool? 
Yeah, that's all right. If we're really, if this is like, we're completely in love, he's proven himself to be the most upstanding gentleman, would do anything for me, would get hit by a garbage truck for me. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Which I, he's, he, he's almost getting hit by a garbage truck anyways every day. Okay. No, okay I, I, I believe love has no, um, it, it falls in any class. Do you know what I mean? You are just the romantic, aren't you? I am. I am the hopeless romantic. <laughs> you are the hopeless romantic. So yeah. many of you girls out yeah. there. Okay, we have to wrap up here in just a second. I wish we could have gone for another 20 minutes, but um, <laughs> no, it's but right. we, started, we started late. Anyway, um, finish real quick. You had mm-hmm. a couple more guide to gentleman tips. That's where we left off. What, okay. what, what are just two more real quick? Just spit them out. Okay, okay. Uh, please ask for favorite food and cuisine because I'm sure every girl has a couple favorite restaurants. Um, for example, I'm vegan, so I don't really want to always go to a steakhouse, but I actually love Nobu. So if you had asked, you would know that. Do you know what I'm saying? Also, um, basic chivalry, doors open, holding hands, you know, checking in, especially with like consent and stuff like that. I think that's Super, super important. And it's also really sexy. Like, I like when uh, people check in on me. I think that's a really cute thing. I don't know. (laughs) Do you have a positive Um, relationship with your parents? I do. Yeah, I absolutely adore them. And they Mm -hmm. are the best example because they're absolute soulmates. They're still in love. They're still making out and embarrassing me. It's wonderful. (laughs) I get that sense. I get that sense that you had a very positive upbringing. That is a that is a green flag on your end. So that's, that is fantastic. Sierra, it was great talking to you today. Thank you for uh, just being uh, cool with some of these questions and, of course, not cool with some other questions. You were definitely a trooper. <laughs> Where can guys find you? Where would you like them to find you on social media? Oh, <laughs> um, well, my Instagram is at Sierra.Ashley. And I also am on TikTok under Sierra Ashley as well. Get ready, guys. She's going to blow up. I'm telling you. She's about <laughs> to come out with some cool stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's so interesting, too, is I, I see your Instagram and your TikTok and your personality. It happens every time I do an interview with a, with a influencer of some sort. The yeah. personality never matches what I think that person is like. Like you make the judgment in your head of what, you know, because I'm about to talk to you. Like I imagine what your personality is yeah. like. And I'm, I'm wrong 100% of the time. <laughs> so anyways, you were very sweet, very nice. Thank you again for doing this. We'll put your information in the show notes, guys. Check her out. Sierra, thanks again. Thanks so much for having me. Catch you next time.